I know this sounds insane, but this is an insane world. We have to come for them before they come for us. It's that simple. This is Zombies Ate My Podcast. Oh, we are broadcasting to you alive from the Zamp Command Center here in it's wet New Hampshire today. It's a little wet. It's not it's not raining now. It previously was. So now it's just wet. Bob, is yeah. it going to rain in your neck of the woods this weekend? Cuz that's really all I need to know. Like I'm actually curious what the weather's going to be like this weekend. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. Oh, no. okay. Look it up for me. Uh, weather. <laughs> weather. Let's see. Saturday. It looks like it's going to be 50s, 40s. Oh, that's not bad. Why do I have snow on Sunday? Oh, God. I'm driving Sunday. I'm driving the hell out of there Sunday. That can't be right. That's, that, <laughs> that's just a. That's, that's just, just not a. Right. That's the wrong emoji they used, I think. <laughs> I wouldn't worry too much about that. I'm not too worried. I'll be gone by then. You guys can keep your snow. I'm going back north of the wall. Yeah, where there's tons of snow. Well, at all times. Uh, yeah, at all times. All right. Well, my name is Bob Fournier, and joining me as always, <laughs> we got that out of the way. Uh, underground is secure location of the north. It's the busy zombie lord, Lou Page. I'm sorry, Ryan. It's going to rain Saturday. You know what? Fine. Whatever. I could deal with it. I. You know what? I, I imagine Boston as, a, as the set of Sherlock. <laughs> it's always raining. And I'll have a funny hat on. How are you going to do all your outdoor activities? Uh, I don't know. Like, I talked them out of a three-hour baseball tour, so I'm kind of stoked about that. Um, so it'll be good. None um, of them listen to this, do they? No, 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 no. Plus, that's the exact same I said to them. Speaking of three-hour baseball tours, you are Ryan Murphy. The I one am. and only. I'm, according to you, also a three-hour baseball tour. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the, um, the Blue Jays are doing really well if we want to talk about baseball since we talked about weather for the first two minutes of the show. That's right. You have Yawn. baseball in yeah. Canada. We do. And your American uh, broadcasters who have a contractual duty to cover the playoffs or the series or whatever the hell they call it in baseball made fun of Canada for not knowing anything about baseball. And I really don't know anything about baseball. So, And I represent baseball. Canada on this podcast. So, Baseball, baseball. Baseball. baseball weather baseball okay hey. now that you've all unsubscribed let's talk about zombies yeah something happened a couple days ago mm-hmm. it was on tv uh is this about zombies it? or baseball zombies oh, okay perfect something came back what really was what was it? it oh it was that F- fear of the walking dead plane thing what no just kidding <laughs> Uh, obviously, this is our return to the Walking Dead episode. Um, yeah, so stoked. Action-packed, 90 minutes. Hopefully, you guys didn't think it was just 60 and turned your TV off. I th- I will be um, honest. I didn't turn the TV off. It was off, 60 but... if you watched it without any commercials. True. That's true. Yeah, true. I was going to say. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? Before we get into our Walking Dead talk, which we're going to get into a lot of, let's first go over the little bit of zombie news that we have. Has completely devastated over 150 of the world's major regions and then is spreading rapidly. 
but to survive in the world as we know it. She'll need other qualities. Yeah. Okay, wait. Can we pause that there for a second? Because if we didn't know what we were about to talk about, and this wasn't a zombie show, and people could probably put one and one together, <laughs> that could sound like a really bad porno trailer. I think, you know what? It just it is. Oh, okay. <laughs> I couldn't find the right trailer. Did I put the wrong thing in the notes? Did no. I actually, did I do, what is that called? Like when you copy and paste something you didn't mean to copy and paste? That's a thing. That's on the internet. It's called um, an accident. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not like, it's, there's not like a rule for it, like an internet rule about copy and pasting wrong. So we got a trailer. <laughs> okay. For, for Pride well, and Prejudice and Zombies. Finally. Finally. We've talked we talk about it forever now. Holy and, crap. It, and it still hasn't sold me on it yet. I don't know. It looks kind of fun. It, it looks it fun. Looks like, it looks like it's fun, but it's almost more of a teaser than it is a trailer. Mm. Yeah, where's Matt Smith? That's what I because that was like one of the first news stories we had on this show was that Matt Smith was in this. That's movie, true. Yeah, and he's not in the trailer, so he must be like the villain. I, I, isn't no, he one the of the tra- suitors? The, he's supposed to be one of the suitors, as far as I know. But the trailer literally just shows the girls at like a party, the girls having a conversation, and then the girls killing like two zombies and it's like that's the trailer and you're like okay what uh, more do you need lou <laughs> i wanted to see like you know how the zombies fit into the world a little bit give me a little bit more of a theme of what's going on have you ever read the book nope i did a long time ago is it it's or, literally just pride and prejudice with zombies in it yeah so i don't know i think you know what's good about this though that makes me kind of excited is um it looks like the movie isn't it's what it needs to be it's just a cheeky kind of zombie movie you know what i mean yeah Um, yeah it's the same vibe i got from the scout masters survival guide you know like it's it's just cheeky it's funny it's it doesn't take itself seriously that's that's the main issue i have with a lot of you know like older romero stuff is it takes itself too seriously and it tries to make this thing that can't exist anymore because we've we've got to the point of walking deads in this world where you just if you're going to be serious you have to fully commit like you can't cast john leguazamago as a as, some, <laughs> as a character i know his name's not john lezomago what is his name lego maego john lego maego <laughs> like john leguizamo yeah. see i was close thank you <laughs> yeah you're almost there <laughs> that was the next one that i was gonna try um <laughs> i i don't know i i i mean i can see where you're coming from lou and it, it feels like sort of forced and put together especially since we've waited this long for a trailer like this comes out I, I'm, I'm not January, po- right? i'm not poo-pooing it i definitely will probably see it mm-hmm. like that like that's not the issue my thing is is that they've been hyping this they've been hyping this they've been hyping this it's made headlines a dozen times and then they release a trailer and the trailer doesn't show us any of the good stuff yeah there's no there's no there there are zombies in it but and they i thought they looked really good uh, they did. They looked really good. Yeah, so that's a plus. But there was no zombie action. No, there, there wasn't. It, Lou's right. It was just a teaser. But it, it kind of made me excited to kind of, maybe not a theater type of movie, but definitely a sit-at-home kind of watch movie. I'll rent yep. it for sure. Oh, I'll rent it. I'll rent the hell out of I'll it. I'll rent the hell out of it. <laughs> so if you guys want, we'll put the, the link to the show the link to the show notes. In the, yeah, we'll, we'll link. Into the it's show notes inception. Yeah. Um, one no, will be falling slower than the other. 
Yeah, you'll be able to find a link for that if you just Google it, all right? I don't even know what's going on anymore. You, you really don't. Yeah. Bob, uh, I, have, I have late breaking news for you. Beep, 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 beep. Resident Evil Revelations 2 Episode 1 Penal Colony is available in the Humboldt Capcom Bundle. Woo! Uh, what else is available in the Humboldt Capcom Bundle? Well, uh, also, Resident if you pay... Evil 5. Yeah, yeah. Nailing it. Uh, some more zombie stuff. Yep. Okay, also, there's a Untold Stories Bundle DLC for Resident Evil 5, which I had no idea was, was a thing. Resident Evil Revelations. I bet you thought I was going to say Resident Evil Revelations 2, but I really... yes. I did, because there's a 50% off coupon for Resident Evil Revelations 2, so you can continue the star- story that was started in Resident Evil Revelations 2, Episode 1, Penal Colony. And I'm pretty sure know, there's I... zombies in St- Ultimate Street Fighter 4, too. So. I didn't know Untold Stories Bundle DLC even existed. I don't even know what the hell that is. It, it, it's the bonus? extra content that came uh, that was downloadable content for 5, because it never came to PC until recently. Oh, uh, okay. Oh. So it's th- there's like a there's like a flashback of a mansion with Chris and Jill running around shooting people, and there's some stuff that got some really high praise, but it n- none of that stuff made it with the PC ports. And just recently, like in the last six months, that stuff got ported to PC. Oh, do you I'm guys so glad think you're here, Lou? Yeah, you- and they overcharge for it big time. It's like thirty bucks for the download. Ooh. It's well, like more than the actual like Resident Evil Five price. Oh, wow. Well, now you can get it for paying $15 or more in the Humble Bundle uh, here. And, and, you, and you can send all of it to charity. Plus, get a coupon for Resident Evil Revelations, too. Um, but seriously, uh, though, uh, there's more games coming. Do we want to predict uh, that we'll we'll see Resident Evil uh, HD? I think that's yeah, going to be in we, there. I don't think we'll see HD, but I think, think so? they'll, you'll see Resident Evil 4 show up. Oh, 4 yeah. will be on there. 4 will be on there. Uh, and I also think we're going to see a Dead Rising game. Oh, yeah, wow, they don't have any Dead Rising on here. Not Dead Rising 3, though, right? Probably dead, just Dead Rising 2 or 1. I think it'll be Dead Rising 2. Both. Both? Both. I'm pretty sure 1 isn't on PC. That's true. I don't think it is either. Uh, Yeah, I don't. I think you're right. It isn't. Um, But for those who are looking at this list and thinking like, okay, Ryan likes to joke about Resident Evil Revelations 2, Episode 1, Penal Colony, but what games are actually worth playing on this list? So I'm going to pick a couple here that you definitely need to look at. like stri- And they're not zombie-related, unfortunately. Although Resident Evil 5 is really good. As much yeah, as I is. joke about Resident Evil 2, so on, so on, and so forth, you probably don't want to play that game. It's not that great. But uh, Strider's great. Bionic Commando Rearmed is great. Street Fighter 4 is great. Resident Evil 5 is really great, especially if you have a co-op buddy. Yeah. Um, DMC is really good. I don't know if you guys played that, but that's a I solid entry. I have not entry. played that yet. You should totally play it. It's a lot of fun, and and the story is really good, and it's well acted. It's done by the guy or the team behind um, Heavenly Sword. Um, yep. So it's got uh, it's got weird monkey man guy who plays all the monkeys in the movies. What's his name? Andy Serkis. Yep. I should probably should have said the Hobbit because then you would have got it sooner. Yeah. He's in that movie, <laughs> or he's in that game rather. But uh, I don't know Resident Evil Five. That's probably worth the price of admission. It uh, is. Uh, have, have you it's... played? Have you played the Untold Stories bundle, Lou? No. Okay. Uh, I, I, I played a portion of it on my 360 way back when. Um, I, I just know that they charge a lot of money for it on Steam. So if you're interested in playing it, yeah, you might as well spend the 15 bucks. Yeah. Because it, it, it costs at least 15 bucks, if not more, on Steam for the that, that bundle. 
Can I tell you my Resident Evil 5 story real quick? Yeah, sure. So, when I was a boy. <laughs> no. Back okay. when Resident Evil 5 was launching for like the 360 and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I was still working at a local GameStop part-time to feed my video game habit. And um, I worked the midnight release of Resident Evil 5. And I've never been so excited to play a video game. And I got the collector's edition, okay? I'm sorry. And uh, <laughs> so excited to open it. Uh, once we let all the customers out, they were like, hey, open up your collector's edition. Oh, here's a cool messenger bag that's actually not really a bag. It's tiny. Oh, where's my Chris Redfield figure? Because I'm thinking, like, I got this nice, like, you know, 12-inch Chris Redfield figure coming to me. Right. No, he's, like, two inches tall. Yeah, it was, like, two inches tall. And then <laughs> I was like, oh. Oh, Can no. I tell you something really sad? Yeah. Capcom gave me one of those bags at a convention. I hate you. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, anyway, let's switch I gears. In, I have it in the other room, and I've stitched a bunch of badges and patches to it. <laughs> yeah, you can't use it for anything. It's tiny. You put, you could put, you could put that bag into another bag, and it'd That's- be useful. That's actually what I use it for. Is I see? I, st- I stuff it inside of my backpack when I go places in case I need an extra bag. <laughs> a tiny bag, maybe for yeah. your leftovers from from Boston when you go out to eat. Yep. Who knows what time though? Um, so let, we're gonna switch gears. We're gonna talk about um, tiny flies creating zombie honeybees that take night flights, then die. Which doesn't make sense because if there were zombie honeybees, they'd already be dead. Is this a real thing, Lou? This is a real thing. We've discussed it before. The zombies. Zombies. Um, <laughs> and, but they, they have discovered that recently those, the zombies <laughs> that we've brought up several times on the show, uh, <laughs> that the outbreak is being caused by flies. There's a breed of flies that are contaminating uh, the honeybees and forcing them to have erratic and odd behavior. Yeah. And uh, it's killing off honeybees. It's actually an epidemic. So they're currently working on a way to kill off some of these flies and hopefully figure out what's causing the phenomenon. Are you talking about the Apocephalus borealis flies? Yes. Okay. Just oh, want to make sure we're all clear. Those flies. Yeah, I have a poster of those in my Abora borealis office. <laughs> I just love how immature I am because I'm trying to re- read this article and it says, before long, he noticed... And it looks like poopé <laughs> <laughs> emerging from a bee. Uh, it's, sorry. It's, uh, <laughs> Just cancel. It's fine. No, wait. It gets worse. They call them the buzzing dead. The buzzing dead. So Fox News, yes. get the hell out of here. What, are you what if, guys, what if this entire time we never suspected the Apocephalasis borealis fly to start the zombie apocalypse? And that's what does it. I could see it. Dude, I'm imagine a lot of bug spray. I know. Seriously, imagine if bugs were the reason we turn into zombies. If you got bit by like a mosquito or a bee, oh my god! I would be covering myself in bug spray every day. Dude, uh, Ryan, does mm-hmm. that scare you a little bit? Like, if you get stung by a bee, you could turn into a zombie. I mean, I don't like being stung by bees to begin with, right? In general, so, yeah, in general. <laughs> I so couldn't I'm... tell you. I've never been stung. Really? Oh, knock on wood, buddy. That it's. Yeah, I think it gets worse the longer you haven't. No, that's not true. I usually get stung by bees. Um, I remember as a kid, it was always when I was cleaning up crab apples off the ground. 
when the fall came because the bees just swarm around them. So now every time I smell like crab apples on on the trails or something, I just I I have this sudden like spidey sense. I'm gonna be stung by a bee, but no, only if you pick up the apple and the bees inside the apple, then it stings you. It's a great way to get out of chores, by the way. Get stung by a bee. I'm gonna try it tomorrow at work. Yeah, try it. Actually, bring bring a crab apple <laughs> gonna, soaked in bees. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I got one. You got no, one. Just kidding. <laughs> um, I I don't know if we're done with the bees thing, but I remembered a story that. Yeah, uh, we're done. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Perfect. I remember a story that Lou sent us during the week. The maddest Walking Dead theories, and you had said something that reminded me of one of my favorites, which was that um, the way that the the virus is sort of passed on is through saliva and, and, and some sort of like cautionary, they go into this bullshit theory about it being like a cautionary tale about brushing your teeth. But I really like the idea <laughs> of, uh, and I'm going to pop this link in the notes since we are going to talk a bit about it. Uh, so we can link to it, but are we, well, okay. There are some crazy ones in here, so we don't need to go through them all, but that one was my favorite. You know, trying to explain why, how the zombie, virus is spread and it's through the teeth you know i thought that was a really good a really good theory the other good one that i really liked was the zombie apocalypse would end very soon and on its own just based on the fact that the zombies are slowly decaying i thought that was a really good plausible it is a really good point and i actually think it's something that the show is going to start pointing us in a direction of in Uh, another season or two which show are you watching (laughs) because Anyway, there's, there's, there's a lot of them. There are a lot of them, of course, and, and it's going to take a while. But that's the issue with finding a safe place and getting a hold up and not being disturbed. Is that there's, It's the universe of The Walking Dead. There's always a bad thing around the corner. And we're obviously going to discuss that quite literally in, in our uh, spoiler conversation. I, I, I do want to bring up my favorite mad theory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that is that Rick is actually a zombie. No. I don't get that one. No, no, no. That at several occasions he he died in the hospital, and he came back, but instead of being a zombie, he just can't die. Oh, uh, I th- I took it more as um he was a zombie, and the, there was just his memories. Well, it says here the whole thing is explained by suggesting that Rick and his son Carl are both immune to the effects of the virus. Much like any real outbreak, not everyone falls victim or displays the symptoms. It's like a lot of the, like, that's the other thing too, is that these are fan theories. I just really mm-hmm. like that some of them, some of them hit straight on as, yeah, that's pretty plausible to others. And then just some like, of them what? are batshit crazy. Yeah. It's like they didn't vet the list. So the two, my two favorite ones are, and some of them are rumors, like Daryl will receive the fate of another character. And I think that's just like, well, that's just you, like, well, that's just conjecture. You know, it's actually a sequel to Breaking Bad. That's just dumb. Well, that's funny because they found the blue sky in season one, like the crossover. You guys remember that, right? Yes. I, I don't remember it clearly, but I'll I take this article's word for it, even though yeah, it really Merle have Merle had a bag of drugs, and uh, and it was um some some of that. What is it? Was it called Blue Sky in Breaking Bad? I think so. I don't know. But, uh, I think so. Yeah, so obviously it's an AMC crossover type of thing, but yeah, they found that, so that's why they said it's a sequel or whatever. I still like the theory of um, of the zombies decaying, and and some of those zombies in last night's episode, they weren't looking so hot, Bob. They looked like yeah. they were falling apart. Well, you know, one of them had its intestines wrapped around a tree. That was pretty interesting. 
Yeah, but and you know, I'll give you this: like, there's always fresh, quote unquote, fresh meat being introduced into the zombie pool. But um, eventually, if people just stop turning and they enough people just sort of wait it out, theoretically, you know, they won't. Zombies can't last forever. Actually, we don't know that. Well, do we know <laughs> yeah, that? We kind of know I that. I love how you have the science. Well, yeah. uh, there's no science, but. You know, like, Bicycle Girl in the first episode, she was not looking so good, right? Like, she'd probably been there without any food for a very long time, so. I don't really know if it's, uh, you know, maybe we should talk about The Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah. I think it's time. Uh, Do you think it's time? Let's break it down. We got the season premiere of season six of season six of the season premiere Mm -hmm. of the season, new season of Walking Dead. You with that man caught in the arm, right? That's you. You're still the same man I met in King County, the one that came back and told me it wasn't over. That was you. Same you that's right in front of me right now. I wanted to kill him. So it would be easier. So I wouldn't have to worry about how he could screw up or what stupid thing he'd do next because that's who he is just somebody who shouldn't be alive now I wanted to kill him but all that hit me and I realized I didn't have to do it doesn't get it somebody like that you're gonna die no matter what rick grimes true hero or villainous monster Poor Ethan Embry. That guy can't catch a break. Every show he's in, he dies. Hey, I got to tell you, I read an article with him in it, and he was pumped <laughs> about what he did in that show. I'm even, ta- <laughs> I'm even talking about him dying. He said, he was asking, he's like, I got to do everything. Like, he's like, I got to uh, fight with the main character and try and, you know, start something against them. I got to um, get bit by a zombie, and I got to die. He's like, the only thing I read is I didn't get to kill one of them. This dude was pumped. <laughs> he was pumped about it. So excited. I Well, hey, like it was pretty gruesome effects that they were put on him, and, and it wasn't like it wasn't like you needed to, to see him get torn apart. No one wants to see that, but, I mean, that's that's skipping right right into the end. But <laughs> yeah, he, that, was the other, that was the other weird part of the article. He was like, he goes, I had blood all over me, and Andrew was on top of me, and he was slipping in the blood. It was great. And I'm like, dude, you are messed up. <laughs> he's just really excited to die on camera. He's, he's on camera. He's like, ah, and then cut. Oh, dude, this is so much fun. <laughs> but, man, he was screaming like a champ. Like, he was, he was. Like a champ. Ryan, if you were screaming like that. I know, I but he was—he was really, yeah. Well, I mean, that's—you <laughs> gotta—you gotta put him out of his misery. He was not having it. But uh, so let's man, let's episode. not let's not talk about the end first. What are we, Memento? Um, yeah, I was looking at this Polaroid. Isn't that what we want to talk about? Yeah. So let's talk first the whole overall dynamic. The show itself, the the season premiere. Um, first of all, we got a flashback um, episode. 
but it was a very so they went black and white in the flashbacks as an homage to the comic books, which is always fun for them to do something a little bit different. Mm-hmm. And it was it was a good way to differentiate um, past from present. Yeah, and I and I liked it at first, but they did so much jumping around that mm-hmm. after a while I was like, okay, I get what's going on. I get what. You, why can't you just show me more of what happened in the past and then show me more in color? Yeah, like it was like, oh, we get two minutes of color, five minutes of black and white. I was like, wait, wait, we could we could chain some more of this black and white together if we really wanted to. <laughs> yeah. The, the the issue I see and and in how this episode sort of approached it in a, in a great way is that when before the season started, we were wondering, okay, how long before shit hits the fan? A couple yep. episodes, and we were thinking there was going to be a couple episodes of quiet, and then a couple, and then it would hit the ground running. But really, they they did something that they they nailed in the first in in just last season, season five, and that. They hit the ground running. Yeah. And, well, uh, it was a good. It was a good hit the ground running though, because it was backed up. It, it was a good combination of slow story and intense action. And the way they yeah. did it was with those flashbacks in the present time. And Lou, you're right. They definitely jumped around quite a bit. Yeah, but they, well, they did. But it was it was a cool concept though to be like. Oh yeah! No, no, no! I definitely enjoyed it. Yeah. I just felt like they didn't have to do so much jumping. Right. I but. just I just feel like if they hadn't done that, we would have gotten an episode of them planning to do to take care of that horde. And I thought All, yeah, the way they handled been... it where they they would show the past of them progressing from literally Rick shooting um samurai mm. sword wielding dude to my, you know to planning to take out this horde my takes only, us for, yeah, it was good. Say, Sorry, my go only biggest gripe mm-hmm. And it's the only gripe I had with the whole episode that really annoyed me was they start out at the Horde with the trailers and you don't know why they're there and why all those zombies are there. Yeah. Like, and then middle of the episode, they reveal that they found that spot. And you're like, oh, okay, why couldn't they have shown us that clip first? Yeah, I think, I think that was them with a sense of... The whole episode, I was like, okay, so there's a Horde of zombies here. They got to get rid of them. Right. Where'd the horde come no, from? That was them showing Fear the Walking Dead what you do with zombies. No, I'm just kidding. This is uh, what you do with a horde of zombies. You don't. I think. You don't, you I know. think you have. To, obviously, that was the most amount of zombies they've ever had on screen um, at once, and um, obviously not all real either. Don't get me wrong, but there was well, a lot of CG there. There was yeah, some Lord of the Rings going on there. <laughs> yeah, you know. But I, I see. I see the concern of like, okay, we have to start with action piece. We have to start start with the action set piece, which is. This uh, really crude um, sort of cattle herder with two two transport trucks holding these zombies in, and it starts. You kind of get the sense that okay, what are they doing? Are they going to take care of all these zombies at once? Like, how are they going to do this? And then the tractor trailer falls, and they like have to snap right into this supposed plan. And the whole first part of this the episode is they're slowly unveiling to you the plan that Rick has hatched with these survivors of Alexandria yeah. to take care of this massive horde and. I think at the beginning it's hard to appreciate it, but then by the end you're like, "That was a really good episode," and then it, it was you were sort of piecing together. They didn't have to tell it that way by any means. They could have literally done the whole Thing zero to one with with the flashbacks, the same flashbacks too. But they decided to do this mystery theater, which I don't know. I dug it was different as opposed to just the uh, here's your pieces. It was definitely different, and uh, it, I I definitely enjoyed the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like the aspect of you get to see that not everybody supports Rick. 
Oh yeah, there's some. Uh, we well, we were just hinting well, at it. There's some massive uh, people not not liking the idea, and I I get the sense that they're the reason they're disagreeing is is because they think that the 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 well, gov- gotta governess governess I don't know her <laughs> name. What's her name? Uh, Diane, uh, Diana. 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 They think Diana is going to disagree with Rick um, just because he's. It's easy to see him as a loose cannon having well, just shot let, somebody. Let's remember. Yeah, let's remember. We got to go back to season five because I actually kind of forgot. Mm-hmm. And when they they kind of brought up characters like when what's her face was uh, recovering, and I was like, what happened to her? And I forgot there was a big fight at the end of season five. And then she's like, oh yeah, now bring Noah in, and you're like, oh god damn it, Noah. Like probably the worst death ever. Why did you bring that back up? <laughs> I'd completely uh, yeah. forgotten about it. Yeah, yeah, and then um, you know you you for, you kind of forget that. Oh yeah, Rick went to Crazy Town. Like he was oh, not Crazy Town, but he he just killed her husband. Well, not even that. He was waving a gun around after they got in a fight the yeah. first time. So that that well, to me not was only more that, crazy. But but you have to remember though, her husband killed the mayor's husband. Yes, that's true. Um, but. That was why Rick shot him. But you right, can understand yeah. because where they, these he, he spent the whole episode telling them that they needed to step in and intervene with him because he was abusing his wife, and it was only a matter of time before that was going to start affecting the rest of the town. And the mayor said, no, that's not the way we deal with things here. And then when her husband dies, she gives Rick the okay to shoot him. Yeah. Yeah, I well, mean, you, you just got to remember, like, the town's coming off of Rick basically being like, I'm going to shoot this guy, and I'm going to say, hey, you know, we're going to, you know what I mean? Like, we're going to, I'm going to take this whole place over. And then I'm sure the town citizens of Alexandria are like, dude, this guy's been here for a couple of weeks, and he's already doing this. Yeah. But I, it, I, it, I, and, and, and I definitely think that there is some of that going on, and um, the uh, the only they don't do a good job of giving us an idea of how many people are in Alexandria because sometimes you only see like a dozen people and then sometimes they show you like what looks like 30 people and you're like wait how many people are actually in this town yeah yeah but um, they did the same thing with they did the same thing with uh the the governor in his town yeah like be. magically there seemed to be more people there was always more people when it served the story, and I mean, like that's fine, I and mean, that's just the tricks, trickery of 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 movie television making. and movie yeah. making. But well, you know, it's funny too. Uh, speaking of television, the, the numbers were that were reported for The Walking Dead mm-hmm. on the premiere. Um, they were like, there was a big thing, like, "Hey, Walking Dead's numbers are down." Okay, sure, but it's still a monster. It beat Sunday Night Football, which is hard to do here in America, Ryan. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Canadians um, don't know anything about American football. Yeah, 14.6 million viewers overall, up slightly over the show's season five averages, but below its fall 2014 premiere, um, which it had, like I think, 17.29 million viewers, it looks like. Well, you know what the beauty of it is? I don't think any of us would count towards those numbers, mainly because we we don't have one of those archaic boxes that tell somebody that we watch this shit. But we, I download, I get mine through PSN, and you know, you guys get through yours through your Amazon or whatever. That those numbers to me, I mean, I'm not the one like hovering my mouth, my my hand over the button, like, oh, we're gonna cancel the show based on these numbers. But those numbers don't really mean much. Um, they're 
sort of just there to to puff up egos. But I I, I agree with you that I think this was well received. Now, mind you, um, I hate when TV shows like this come back because you're always dreading Twitter, like at any point after the episode airs. Someone tweeted like, oh, the return of Walking Dead was great, but I didn't expect the character death. And I was thinking like, oh, no, come on. Why? I I watched it and I'm like, oh, really? You didn't expect that? Like, even I saw that one coming and usually each episode we recover this, it's like, like, say, really? Like, you didn't see that? You know know what I thought was funny were the people calling, um, the woman that plays Tara, the girl that was in the hospital bed. Sure, yeah. Mm Um, people were calling her like, wow, she gained some weight in the off season. She's pregnant. Really? She's I thought pre- she looked fine. She's pregnant. <laughs> oh. Um, I, I can't remember her name. It's like Elena something or other, but she tweeted out. She's like, for all of you saying a pregnant lady looks fat, screw you or something like that. I just thought it was funny. That's a little off topic, but, um, uh, playing. Yeah. I don't even know what her name is. It's like Elena Masterson or Madison. Yeah, yeah Elena Masterson. But, um, so she 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 stated she was pregnant. Yeah, she's pregnant. Oh, That's okay. why she was in the hospital bed under the blanket kind of thing. Yeah, um, I think they're gonna do it. They, they'll be doing a whole thing with her all season where they hide her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she's she, currently uh, expecting her first child. Huh. Good and for it's her. It's gonna be a zombie. Ah. Uh, no, let's talk. So let's talk a little bit more about the episode. So we got the flashbacks. We got. Um, the plan. Um, obviously, Carter's character, played by Ethan Embry, was um, not too happy with Rick. And, no. Um, and and the thing is, is I was okay with the fact that the town was go- deciding against Rick. It made sense with the yeah. plot line. But the fact that w- what's his name overhears it. Uh, um, oh, uh, mullet. Yeah, Eugene. Eugene. Eugene what are you pulling, Ryan? You. What are you doing? I just couldn't think of his name. It was on the tip of my tongue. Uh, yeah, I, I only that, remember him because he's weird. <laughs> he's already the, weird. The fact that Eugene overhears what's going on, and when they catch him, the guy pulls the gun, you can tell that with Carter with the gun at him, that everybody else is very uncomfortable with the way Carter is handling the situation. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it like if he shoots him, he's going to ruin his, his standing with the rest of them. Yeah, well... Like, like, I can picture the rest of them going to Rick and being like, yeah, uh, this dude uh, just shot somebody. Yeah, well, you know what, though, too? Like, he was kind of put in a, in a spot, right? He was yeah. like, oh, God, he heard my plan. I just love Rick walking in. So, basically, Carter tries to throw a little, um, little, uh, you know, sabotage against Rick and his plan by forming the town up. And, I, you know, even when he's talking about it, even the townspeople were like... Oh, I don't know about that. You know, <laughs> like they're just yeah. well, like, we, we need to kill him. And they, this is coming from people who, like Rick says, and Rick may say it with a crazy twirl of a mustache, but he's right in that these people have not experienced survival. They're just sort of there and they have weapons and they've they've been lucky, um, which we'll get to that in a minute. But yeah. with Carter, I think he just he sees someone he sees Rick on the edge and Rick is on the edge. Like he yeah. even mentions it a couple times in this episode where he says, I just wanted to kill him. You know, you you was in our intro bit here, but I think Carter realizes that uh, you know you're better to work with them than against them because he's really not doing anything that bad, right? Uh, until you get to the flashback where they're building the fence. Um, but hey, it's I, a good I, thing I, Morgan's there because he's the he's the you know the, well, the moral balance, right? Well, no, because here's the thing. So at first, 
you know, Rick does his whole thing, and you know, everyone everyone thinks Rick might be a little crazy, but Morgan and Rick kind of connect a little bit, and they're like, "Hey, you know, I miss you, I miss you too," you know. But um, <laughs> you know, they talk about how they have to get to know each other again, and which is all true. Sure. But um, it seems like they're kind of getting along for the most part, right? And then, um, Rick, when he finds out about Carter's plan, and then walks in and is like, "What's going on here?" And then he's like, "I would have had some lookouts," <laughs> which is kind of funny. But um, I, I, in all honesty, it makes perfect sense what he said. It's like, like yeah, you, you you all hoarded up in a building and expected nobody to notice. Did you right. have a little looky, like a little powwow here yeah. in, a, in a room full of guns? Yeah, it was funny because um, you know, even then, you know, Rick's Rick doesn't shoot Carter. He he, and he looked like he thought about it for a good few seconds. Right, he wanted to shoot him. And then Morgan, you know, afterwards they're talking. And Morgan, you know, they're trying to catch up and they're talking a little bit. They're small talking here and there. And I got to imagine that's awkward, right? Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, you found me three three seasons ago or whatever. And now you found me. Like, I found you. And we're kind of different people now. But I still like you, man. But then, you know, Morgan's like, hey, you're still the same guy. And Rick's like, I was going to kill him, but he'll die anyway. Like no remorse. Like you, you think that's a remorseful scene where Rick's like kind of talking about he's going to be a human. You know what I mean? No, but in all honesty, my first thought when the dude was when when they, so okay, so Rick and them, Rick tells them, "Up, oh, we got incoming. Grab your sho- grab a shovel." This is after they've decided to to build a, build a wall. So yeah. they're building a wall, yeah. and a couple of zombies showed up, and it really doesn't look like there's that many of them. It looks like maybe. Five or six at most. Yeah, yeah. But for greenhorns, that's a lot. And, and, and uh, uh, granted, I agree with you there. But Rick goes grab a shovel, and they all just kind of stand there and freeze. Yeah, because they and, are expecting and, Rick to jump in, right? Like they don't. Well, he. It's just like he can't do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and I I think he was trying to teach them a survival lesson. I don't think Rick was going to let them get bit. I think Rick would have pulled his gun and shot at least the first one. Oh yeah, yeah. But no, there, there was no, there was no malicious intent there. I don't, I don't know. You guys are giving him old Grammy Grimes way too much credit. No, I, I honestly think that he was, he was. He was trying, trying to, to teach help. them that he's trying to teach them that they have to kill them for themselves. Not that Rick is going to step in every single time and save them. You also have to remember last season too. They were out in a field last season doing stuff, and a bunch of them had to kill zombies. So that you, they should be at least formable enough to yeah. grab the shovel and defend and themselves. You got to yeah. look at it too, like you know, there is a giant amount of walk. So basically, what happened was Rick was he was going to bury that dude, and he heard some noises, and they found what was causing Alexander to be so safe. Mm-hmm. They found like what hundreds of thousands of walkers that just could not get by two trailer trucks that were parked. It was definitely yeah, thousands, were- yeah. It had blocked them in like a quarry. Yeah, and like they're really cool. I I thought that was like it's one of those creative ideas where it's like you could have literally just said like, yeah, Alexandria's gotten lucky, but there's no such thing as luck in this in the Walking Dead universe where it's everything happens for a reason, and those reasons usually end up blowing up in your face either before or after you've had a chance to figure out how to fix the problem, which um, this whole episode's about. It's about discovering your luck and trying to determine how you can keep Alexandria safe without just yeah. relying on luck. And and it's this giant quarry, and someone had blocked both entrances using um, four transport trucks, and which is pretty ingenious. Yeah. Um, and 
it's just a quarry filled to the brim with zombies and they're actually illustrating how the zombies were getting in explaining that the noise of all of the herd was attracting zombies and then the zombies would tumble into the quarry and then they'd get stuck and then those that noise would bring more walkers and then that's the reason alexandria would only have like four or five strays that they have to pick off every once in a while it's kind of ingenious i thought it was a really cool uh, writing set piece that we haven't seen a lot in the walking dead um these set pieces are usually my favorite thing about the series and it's nice to see one front and center in episode one you, you know what though i i like the idea and i also like the fact that rick at, like wasn't just like we gotta go he was like ah we can do we can work around this and keep this place safe you know right um, well it was either they they had they had i mean they had to get, enact the plan because one of the transports um basically they knew it was going to happen at some point that the, w- one of the transports was basically on the edge of a cliff yeah it was going to fall one moment it was just going to fall and then that would basically open up the uh the 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 top area for all the zombies um, yeah and and it happened it's like this is supposed to be a dry run it's like we're doing it live which was a literal quote which i'm surprised you didn't quote you didn't uh, cap the head uh, what abraham yeah, yeah i'll do it live um yeah. <laughs> i was going to but um so yeah so basically you know the dry run doesn't work and they all have to do it and then even glenn glenn's got his little story going with uh what's his face there the guy that tried to kill him heath no, 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 that's the new he, Nicholas. Heath is the new one. Heath, yeah. Heath is a great comic book character. He's the guy that shows up. I was on a run for a few weeks, a.k.a. I just got cast, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, that's how it works in the comic books, too. I know. Um, Heath is a great character in the comic, so it's glad I'm glad to see him get brought, a, brought aboard for that. Um, uh, as long as they don't build him up all season, then kill him off. I mean, come on, guys, really? Let's keep uh, moving. Let's keep moving, keep no, I'm moving. I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. Um, so, they... So, you got Glenn doing this whole thing where he has to get the zombies out of the, the tractor place. And he puts no trust in that guy that tried to kill him. And then later on, like when the guy saves Heath's life, Glenn's like, gives him a reward of killing another one, which I thought was kind of funny. Well, th- that and also that's separated by a flashback, right? It's not that he doesn't yeah. trust him. It's just that he doesn't want him to be in harm's way. And he's saying, like, right. look, we're going to do this right. You're still not ready. I'll let you know when you're ready because I can tell. And, you know, the reason Nicholas stepped in is because Heath was going to be killed. They have to, they had to clear out this hardware store because it would make enough noise. Because what they're doing with the herd is they're Trying luring to it away them. from Alexandra. Yeah. Now, we never know where they're actually luring it to. West. Um, but be, well, where they're someone, actually going. Someone else's problem. <laughs> I don't, I, see, that's what I was thinking. But I, I really did think they had a plan to take them out. I don't know. I think they were just going to go. I just thought it was funny because, like, I'm only picturing, like, the Walking Dead B, like, another, like, town over, like, someone, like. It's just uh, a webisode where it's like, oh, man, it's a peaceful day. Oh, God, there's a herd coming. Oh, we're all dead. And it's like a minute. And it actually fits within the minute. Yeah, it's it's just, like, one guy living in a small house, like. I don't know what everyone's so worried about. I haven't seen any zombies. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) You mean he's that crazy guy in the cabin from season four or whatever that was? But, um, you know, so you got them, the beautiful mastermind of a plan, too, just to lure them out. Um, So Glenn's doing his part. Everyone's doing their part. And then at the very end, you know, Carter makes his breakthrough moment of saying, Rick, you were right. I'm a man now. I'll go up front. 
And as soon as he shakes his hand, I went, you're done. <laughs> you just seals your own – like you basically yeah. did a butt hand. He said, he said, you were right. And then Rick's like, all right, we got to finish this. And Carter's like, I'll go up front. And I'm like, see ya. It was oh, nice, nice seeing that. you this season. <laughs> yep. But um, he was a cool character. I don't know why they had to kill well, him you know, off so he got He got bit in the face by a walker that was uh, – seriously, its intestines were around a tree. It was pretty gross. Oh, man. I didn't uh, see that part. I just was focused on, oh, my God, you're being grabbed. <laughs> Yeah, I know, and just could not do anything with this weak little walker thing. Just, just boom, just done. Ripped it off in the face. Like, yeah, right. And, and in all honesty, I, I think that the 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 best part about them eliminating Carter as a character is if they didn't eliminate him, he was going to be around for a while, and you could tell there would be more animosity. Yeah, yeah. towards Rick. So, and by eliminating him, they added their big like hint at what's coming in the future for the season and then they eliminated his biggest biggest weakness. well let's let's talk about that because so carter gets bit in the face mm-hmm. everywhere um yeah, blood that's blood he didn't poop. that's blood he, no, he, he probably pooped too i yeah, bet yeah. you i would i mean yeah uh, well let's not test so that theory he started yeah saturday when we meet in Boston. oh god um no, bite and choke your cheek <laughs> off and because uh, that's what <laughs> we do <laughs> No, sorry. I'll stop. But, um... Uh, <laughs> he was like, all right, whatever. I'm not going Lou, down. Lou's, he just hung up on the call. Yeah, he's not even no, on the call. Oh, there he is. Hey. So... Is that so your soundboard? Carter... Yeah, Carter yeah. gets, um, bit, and Rick goes over, because the guy is screaming. And I, I... Obviously, okay. He got bit in the face. He, of course, he's screaming. But he's walkers, screaming a little bit more than we've heard in the past. Yeah, the walkers, they are going towards him, because now they hear new noise, right? Yeah. And um, Rick is trying to quiet him down, and he does try to quiet him for a good ten to fifteen seconds before he jams a knife into the back of his head. And, and he had to. I mean, it's not like he could shoot him. But here's the thing. Here's the thing at the very end is like if Rick was able to stab him and just kind of walk and just be like, "Oh, Walker, they got um, they got Carter." Um, that would be one thing. But the fact that he was like, "Shh, shh, 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 shh. hey, you got to be quick. You got to be." I did the noise again. I'm sorry. <clears throat> he stabs him and then looks up. And, of course, Morgan's right there, right? Yeah, Morgan's <laughs> Mor- always there Morgan's to like, see Rick do uh, something. And, and so, Rick's just like, damn it, I had to. Come on. And then there's the end result where someone was like, hey, you got him. You got him. They're like, what was that screaming? And it was, hey, that was Carter. He got bit in the face. I took care of it. No remorse. No I'm sorry. No sadness. And I think that right there is what kind of sets Morgan. And I think that's where you're going to see the the – Butting of heads between them is Rick really is kind of like, and they're almost turning Rick into a villain in a way where he just doesn't have that caring Rick feelings anymore. Even yeah, though it, he's got a young, a young yeah, child. And Rick, and Rick, in Morgan at the end of it, even looks at Michonne and says, I know it has to be done, but, you know, and just looks so disappointed. Even Michonne, not, not a fan, right? But see, uh-huh. like, th- here's the question I have: Is Rick this cold in the comics? I never got the sense that he was. Um, I know he has his to moments an ex- but- to an extent. I think there's a lot of stuff that happens in the comic books to keep Rick as uh, humanly humane as possible. Mm-hmm. But there is, there are story arcs where Rick is just this bad. Um, so I thought. I mean, I thought that was the case, but I, I mean, setting up Morgan as his. As his ability to bounce back from this really dark place um, is nice. And I don't see... And Morgan, like, 
it's funny, like one of two things are going to happen. Like Morgan's going to pull Rick back from the brink or Rick's going to pull Morgan down. Because I, I, every time Rick does something bad and explains himself to Morgan, Morgan's like, yeah, you shouldn't take chances. Yeah, you had to put him down. Yeah, I guess you did have to like threaten him with a gun. You know, like yeah. Morgan's seeing where Rick's coming from because it's a rough world. And in a rough world, well, what does he say? He's, he has that line about uh, it's an insane world. We have to deal with insane things or something stupid like that. Um, but for me, this whole plan to lure the walkers away and, and like Lou said, because we don't have the entire plan, we only have the plan as they're showing it to us. We don't really know the end goal. Like, uh, Bob, your theory is to just lead them away. I, yeah. I, I had thought they were going to lead them to a bridge or something and, and sort of Hope blow, they the, fall off. blow the bridge up or something. I don't know. I, I mean, that's like leading like cattle from, from one pen to another, but except the other pen's loaded with explosives. So that's a plus. Um, I don't know. I, I, I didn't really see them moving the herd away from Alexandria. I, I kind of saw them moving it to a, to a place where they could take care of them. Um, but that's a lot of walkers to take care of. I thought that was the plan, right? Like if you're going to plan to move all these walkers and go through all the trouble, you'd think you'd come up with some secondary plan to take care of them at the same time. Unless this is a storyline leading to something else because, you know, yeah, I'm just thinking like maybe the herd is going to go to another town, maybe hit the wolves town and and then the wolves will be pissed off and like you sent a herd at us like you know we barely got away now we got to take your home like but then at the end of the episode when you're starting to sort of form these theories in your head the alarm goes off near alexandria yeah. bringing the entire horde back to alexandria <laughs> like literally they don't even like sugarcoat it they say like what's that horn and it's like it's coming from alexandria and then the camera pans out and you see every zombie walking towards Alexandria, and that's how this yeah. episode ends well 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 the the horn the horn you forgot about the horn i did say the horn question is who's pushing the horn that's the big question so you guys didn't get to see the previews for the next episode but that that chick uh edna grabapple uh, yeah what's her name the younger girl there um, the one that I think Carl's in love with. Oh yeah, yeah, the weird, mysterious, uh, kind of edgy teenager. Is she the horn? Well, she <laughs> she just turns. <laughs> she's, she's literally no, a wait, horn. Somebody's pushing the horn. So, what horn are they talking about? Like, I know it's a horn, but like, is it a horn? Is it is it an it's alert? A car horn. It sounds like a car horn. At the very end, you can hear it stop and then start again quickly, like someone just stopped pushing and then pushed it again. Um, but we don't know. We don't know what it is. Um, it. But you saw the preview for next episode. So, so the preview for the next episode showed that girl um, basically kill a zombie hanging out of a car, and then she put herself inside of that car and then wrote on the window of the car, J-S-S, which is what the next episode's called. Yeah. So I did some digging. Uh-oh. And I, th- I think I know what J-S-S stands for. You did for. some Google. Google. Is it Jesus Saves Satin? I don't know. Did I, did I already tell you? How'd you no, know? but I, I know that Jesus was cast in the film. I did some I did some Googling, and I also did some previous season watching. Is this considered, like, extra spoilery? No, season five finale. Okay, sorry. Um, Morgan um, meets the wolves. Do you remember this? I remember the wolves. Them? Yeah. Yep. So before he gets up, what does the wolf say to him? Just know. stand still 
I'm wondering if it's a code sign for the wolves. JSS. I'm sure it is. I've been suspecting that she's been involved with the wolves. That's what I'm wondering if she is or not. But I'm not. I don't know 100%. JSS on a window is just too much of a of of a coincidence. And having that be the first words that the guy said to Morgan, just stand still. Like it's some sort of wolves catchphrase or code phrase for something. You know what I mean? It's basically like "give up, we have you" type thing. Yeah, right? something like that. But um. You know, maybe I I know Morgan, uh, the actor that plays Morgan, says that um, the fact that he didn't kill those guys that he could have killed at the end of season five, he may come to regret that. Yeah. So obviously the wolves are coming. The yeah, wolves we, we are knew coming. The, isn't that like one of the the code names for this season where the wolves are coming? Or I've seen that on posters. I think it's all over the place. Um, but I'm wondering if they're coming in the second episode. I wonder if the wolves are the ones behind the horn. Who knows at this point? It's well, yeah. they do a good job of misleading you. I can tell you that. Yeah, I I, I didn't watch the promo, and uh, it looks it looks like yeah, like problems are coming to Alexandria, and that was one of the main interview points over the summer. That like, yes, Alexandria won't be safe. That is, we can we can guarantee you that. And they, and I think based on this episode, being able to do with what they did with the flashbacks to sort of give us an idea of what happened between finding this horde and and uh him shooting uh weird jealous samurai sword ex-husband person um it was a really creative way to bridge what could like because the season the, the tv show could have easily been like yeah we're gonna tell some stories we're gonna do some human drama we're gonna do some fear the walking dead in here where we're literally just fearing the walking dead we're not doing anything with them you know they could have easily done that, but they didn't. They chose to say, "Hey, this is The Walking Dead. We've had five seasons of nonstop zombie action. We're gonna keep moving," and they did. And I, I think that's awesome. And um, yeah, I'm excited for episode two, guys. Yeah, I'm actually excited for this whole season. So, um, at one point, Morgan, uh, the only thing I saw related to the comic book as far as verbal verbiage goes, so this whole. So at one point, Morgan says something about being no way out, right? Sometimes you, there is no way out. Um, that's right where the story arc for volume uh, one of the 14th volume, I think, of The Walking Dead is called No Way Out. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's this, this, whole, this whole thing of what's going on right now, even to the point where they have to fight a giant herd of walkers. Um, around the Alexandria safe zone. So being the comic book reader that I am, I'm feeling like, man, some stuff happens in this story arc. Hmm. Even before the whole, like, the whole um, meeting the next big bad guy thing. Well, there is a horde. Yeah, before Negan, uh, there is a horde-related incident, right? Yeah. Oh, man. Or maybe that is Negan. I don't know. My Google searches have been... No, you're... If they at all stay close to the comic books, we are in for a few shocks this season. Do you think, okay, like let's just, before we move on, predictions. Negan this season at some point. Doesn't have to be the, it could be the last episode and the prediction could still stand. Do you think we're getting Negan? I think think we will see him this season, but I don't think, if he's a major story arc this season, I'll be very surprised. I think we're going to get I, I think he'll be hinted at by the end of this season. Yeah, because and I think we'll know. The, I think we'll know the actor playing him by the end of the season. Yeah, I think so. Oh, that's probably a good bet. I mean, we have the wolves, and there is a there is a group of survivors before Negan that are the bandits or the, the uh, saviors. saviors. 
Yeah. Okay, so the saviors, and then I mean, they might be pulling another one of those. I think the okay. saviors are the wolves. Yeah, they could like with the terminus and the hunters, where they never actually yep. called them the hunters; they were just the hunters. Yeah, well, you got to give some variance for the comic book readers, so they don't know exactly what's going to happen, well, right? Yeah, they don't see it yeah. a mile away. Like, oh, that's you know, it's it, those obviously are the hunters because they're doing what the hunters did in terms of eating people and you know being really creepy about it. So, I I don't know, like as a person who hasn't read the comics but has a vague idea of you know through uh, Google you know google fun times you know i've i know know, yeah yeah i know kind of like where things are going but i don't know specifics and i'm fine with that and i'm I'm looking forward to to seeing how they realize it on screen because it's like game of thrones where people have read the books and they're like i can't wait to see how they do it on screen and oh man the red wedding it's exactly what i imagined it would be terrible and gut-wrenching yeah right so i'm looking forward to it um, yeah, so I still think Negan at the end of this season. Do you guys think, and I won't throw any predictions out there. Yeah, because you're a comic you, book reader. You're all caught up, or what are you? Oh, yeah, I'm way caught up, bro. Okay. I'm on you, the skin Do you walkers. even read? Or, do, sorry, do you even do, lift? What is do it? You, do you even read, bro? <laughs> yeah, okay, um, I imagine as soon so, as I said, do you even read? It's like, that sounds rude and not a joke at all. Um, I can't. I just look at the <laughs> pictures. <laughs> the pictures are pretty well drawn, though. Yeah, yeah. So let let me just ask you two guys. All right. Uh, predictions on character deaths this season before the season, the mid season finale. Do you think we lose anyone? I'll let Lou start because I'm sure he has ideas. He he writes frames. He doesn't. Yeah, count. I want to hear what he says so I can steal it. Uh, I think we're gonna lose Abraham or uh, one of the two driving the car. Oh, okay, Abraham or um. Dude, he's he's a little messed up right now too. Yeah, he's like, what did he say? Something about killing someone, or it was pretty. Yeah, it was pretty gruesome. Pretty, yeah, it was pretty bad after he was running around with tinfoil chasing zombies. I think Abraham's a good. He's a, a good, fun character, though. He, he's a, yeah, really, he's a fun character. But if they want to be, if they want to do something well, different, if they want to do something interesting, he'll be one of the next guys on the chopping block. He's going to be like a Tyrese when he dies, because everyone friggin' loved Tyrese, right? Um, they thought he was a great character. Got a little weak at some point during the season, but everyone kind of loved Tyrese for being Tyrese. And I think if they kill Abraham off. That's going to be like another emotional kind of like, oh, that really sucks kind of. Not as bad as like if Daryl goes, but um, like I said, everyone says if Daryl goes, they riot, right? Or something like yeah. that. I don't think killing Daryl really serves a purpose. Well, um, you see him get kidnapped. I think we saw it from the trailer by the wolves. Sure. Yeah, maybe. You know, yeah, you're right. I, I forget that trailer, but I think. Um, I think so you think Abraham's going to go? I think Abraham's a safe bet. I'm I'm kind of thinking, you know, Judith off camera, something bad might happen to her, whether it's... No. You don't think so? You don't think they'll go that far? I don't think that they will go down that road. That will drive too many people away from the show. Yeah. You that kill the baby, one. it's like killing all hope for the show. That's true. Yeah, that's pretty bad, Brian. Yeah, I don't I, know why you'd bring that up. Because, you know, they, after they January, I can't. <laughs> I <was laughs> like, they would. They're more likely to kill Carl off than they are the baby. Oh man, could you imagine if? <laughs> what, did I send you guys a link that says we deserve to see Carl get killed? Yeah, I saw yes. that link. Could you imagine if what they like? We like to make uh, look at what they do in the comics and then apply it to the show. Could you imagine they take Carl out and then everything they did to Carl happens to the baby after she grows up a little bit? Because she's got to grow up. There might be like a time bounce. We don't know that, but. Um, 
maybe not that many years, but uh, I think in turn, no actual serious prediction. I think that um, maybe it will be Carl. Maybe it will be Carl. Carl's a good one. Uh, I think it'll be Deanna. Or, I think most of Alexandra is gonna go. Like Deanna's gonna go. Um, weird chick that Rick has a crush on, even though he killed her her, her husband. Is gonna go. Oh, I, I, if she survives the season, I'll be surprised. I mean, she's gonna have some sort of relationship with Rick before she goes, because, I mean, as much as she hates him for doing what he did in such a brutal way, she's also thankful. I think in, but not no. It's weird. It's hard to explain. I mean, it, she senses that Rick obviously has like a good heart and wanted to look out for her, but maybe took it a little too far. I don't know. Actually, you know what? If that happens, I'd be pretty disappointed in her, to be honest, because <laughs> you watched him kill somebody. Yeah. Um, I don't know how he gets anybody close enough to him. I, yeah, it's tough. I, I think Abraham's a really good one. Um, they already took Carter out. Glenn's too easy. Nicholas probably is also too easy to mention. I just meant, I just meant kind of our f- familiar cast, you know? Yeah. Your Michonne's, your Rick's, your Carl's, your Abraham's. I think um, Morgan goes. I think Morgan Eugene. dies. Really? Bring Morgan back and then kill him? I I think he dies because he's just, he's, um, something's gonna, he's not gonna be, he's gonna be too sort of, I don't know, he doesn't, he's not enough cutthroaty, right? Like, he's he's letting people live. No, I think he's gonna be there to balance Rick out. You think so? Maybe I'm just terrible at this and we should move on. (laughs) I think I'm terrible at it. Alright, well, let's let's get into our listener feedback because Lou wants to talk about it. Yes, he does, Um, because he called Lou out. (laughs) Uh, Draken card? Um, Draken card. Dragon card over on Google Plus on our Fear the Walking Dead season finale discussion. He said, uh, "Ah, ah, Lou is off. Cobalt is just to abandon civilians and save themselves. They were just experimenting on different cases on the virus. Salazar, or as we call him, Salazamander, just solidified the operation by having the base being run over by a huge horde." Still, doesn't... Lou, your rebuttal, please. Uh, <laughs> yeah, go, well. I agree that the part of the plan was to uh, screw them, but if you go to a review by Forbes on the episode, there is a quote here that says, hold on, I'm looking at it. I'm trying to find the exact line. I didn't have it highlighted. Just good audio. Yeah, no, uh, while you're you're digging that up, like uh, the other point he makes in that Sal- Salazar has just solidified the operation by having the base being overrun by a huge horde, 2,000 zombies out of that, that stadium. I still think that was overkill. Yeah. You know, that was like, we're going to kill everybody in this base for what we assume to be three people. And, it, uh, yeah, too much. It, and it says, what Salazar finds out through his torture, and honestly that soldier would have broken much sooner, is that the code word COBALT is actually an order from the military to move out of the L.A. Basin. But before they leave, they're to exterminate survivors that they've been protecting all this time. And in order to, uh, the order is to retreat and guarantee that no people left behind turn into the undead. Right. Yeah. Makes sense. Yes, Lou, you may have been correct about that. Uh, I can understand. And there's also yeah. another article from the AV Club. That okay, the Forbes thing. is good enough. Okay, yeah. Lou. <laughs> I think when you got Forbes on your side, you're set, man. Lou, Lou needs two sources in order to go forward with the story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Two sources and uh, and a sweared affidavit. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. No, but no. Uh, thank you for the feedback, though, Dragon Card. Um, yeah. 
It, it, it was a very confusing season finale for Fear the Walking Dead. A lot happened, and not a lot of explaining happened. Well, my yeah, that, that was kind of my gripe. When I saw the when I saw the feedback, I wasn't upset or anything, but I was like, maybe I misinterpreted it. And like, I rewatched that portion of the episode, and I was like, no, I'm pretty sure that's what he said. And then I was like, maybe maybe it's just my way of interpreting it. So I looked up a couple of articles that were reviews of that, that specific episode and they all stated that they interpreted it the same way I did. And I was like, okay, maybe I'm not crazy. Yeah. <laughs> my, my, issue, my issue with that season was that I was hoping it would kind of showcase humanity slowly falling into the apocalypse, but really it just illustrated that only the assholes or those that hang around assholes survive long enough in the Walking Dead universe, right? Because yeah. because they were hanging out with Salazar and that principal lady, they were able to survive that long and and beat out the army. And sure, that's fine and all, but now they have an even bigger asshole that they're they're following with them. Um, uh, probably by the old rules, that guy uh, Slicky McGee. What's his name? Salamon? No, Salazar. No, that's the other Sal- guy. Charmander. <laughs> <laughs> no, what's Slicky McGee, the suit guy, the one with the rings oh, and shit? Yeah, it's um, Strand, Victor Strand. Yeah, Slicky McGee. Yep, that's what we call him back in the day. Yeah, you're gonna have to. We're gonna have to remember that one when we get back. Slicky McGee. Slicky well, McGee. Thank you, you again, Drake. What? And say, uh, Ryan, you got about nine months to remember. All right, someone write down Slicky McGee and then post date that email for nine months from now. Putting it in my reminders. Yeah, remind Ryan about Slicky McGee. <laughs> in nine months. Oh, and my thing just came out and said mouse battery is low. I thought it was actually popping <laughs> up to say remind Ryan in nine months. Um, no, seriously, thank you, Dragon Card, for the email or yeah. uh, for the Google Plus post. Really appreciate that. Love it when you guys get in touch with us. Uh, we want to hear what your thoughts are for the uh, the Walking Dead season finale or season premiere. So oh, it's over already. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's a good episode. Um, so go ahead, make sure you let us know what your thoughts are for that. Um, I guess I'll take over the uh, the patreon.com slash zombies ate my podcast, which is where we go to do our live shows almost every single week. Um, this week's a little different because, you know, we're planning on trips to Boston together and meeting Boston. up for the first time ever. Mm-hmm. Yep. But you can go to patreon.com slash zombies ate my podcast, support the show. Hopefully we'll get a, a nice little video game thing going pretty soon. Um, I know Sunday I plan on uploading something to YouTube, a little little type in the undead i may have had some fun with with someone um which by the way co-op typing the undead very tricky very tricky yep um but you know go to go to patreon.com slash zombies in my podcast look at all of our goals i'd like to get a role-playing episode in at some point too maybe after walking dead we'll get there but uh yeah good thanks for the support you know people like pete and kevin you guys you guys keep the show going and let us go live and really appreciate that uh, I think that's it for me, Ryan. Mm-hmm. Shall we get rocking and or rolling? Sure. Well, we're usually live on Alpha Geek Radio Channel 1, Wednesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. But when we're not live, we're actually playing on Channel 3 of AlphaGeekRadio.com in our uh, rebroadcast station. When there's nothing live, you are you might be listening to us or Sleeping with the Elephant or the Morning Stream, whichever you – well, you don't get to choose, so it just happens. Anyways – not up to you. Yeah, it's not up to you. But what is up to you is going to our website, zombiesamylypodcast.com, which is actually seriously in need of an update. But Yeah, we should do that. Working on that. Uh, email us. That still works. Info at zombiesamylypodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter at zombiespodcast. Like us on Facebook. Plus, want us on Google Plus like Drakencard did at Google 
dot uh, com slash plus slash zombies. I don't know how that works. Uh, Google. Google. <laughs> search. Anyways, um, you can find myself at R. Murphy, Lou at Busy Zombie Lord, and Bob at Bobert F on Twitter. Shout out to Joel Duggan for the artwork. You can find all of his great stuff at joelduggan.com. A dot com. Thank you, Ryan Murphy. Lou Page, end of the show. Last words. What do you got? Still think Rick's a hero. Oh. Maybe. Maybe. Be pretty messed up if they killed him, though. Just like in the comics. Whoa! (laughs) Just kidding, everybody. Or am I? He is. He's joking. Hey, you know what time it is? Tool time. Mother dick. Oh, that was loud. That was loud. Oh, jeez. Abraham, come down. We're doing it live. You got to get that, man. <laughs> oh, I'll get it. Yeah, don't worry. Because when we do uh, a live episode, you got to be like, we're, we're live on Alpha Geek. Do it live. Yeah. Um, thanks, Abraham. Uh, so I got some trivia for you guys. Don't forget. Don't forget. If, okay. you get a, if you get it right, you get a... Hi. If you get it wrong, you get the... Hello. <laughs> what? Those both sound pleasant. <laughs> I know. It's great. Uh, who wants to go first? Nope. Drop my trivia. I'll go first. Yeah. All right. This one's a tough one, Lou. Um, what lie does Shane tell Lori to get her to go with him in the season two episode Trigger Finger of The Walking Dead? You want your options? Yes. A. Rick is at the farm. B. Rick is sick. C. More walkers are coming. Uh, I think it's A. Rick is at the farm. Hi. You got that one right, buddy. Nice job. I didn't think you were going to pull that off. Ryan, you got some big shoes to fill. I will put my feet in those shoes. Let's go. In season four, where does Herschel find an intubator Intubator for Glenn? Would you like your options? Yeah. The the breathing thing. Okay, Okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, A, attached to a walker. B, Dr. S's cell. C. Maggie brings him one. Oh dear. Uh, I don't even remember this. Maggie brings him one. Hello. Wrong. Oh. My cabbage is always fun. Oh. It is uh, A. It's attached to a walker. I was gonna say I thought it was something. I thought it involved a zombie. Lou would have got a double. Ha! You got a tank. I do. I have a tank. What else is there to talk about? I could shoot you all. I have a tank. Like I said. You got a tank. But we'll win and you'll be dead. I have a tank. You guys remember that? 